So, like, Braden isn't here, and I'm I'm a little scared. I I too am, am also scared because we we got a replacement, and um, dear God, help us, please, someone help us, help us! <laughs> Hello, greetings and salutations. That's like salutations, but when it mutates into a big hairy animal, no, it's not maybe true. with eight legs, not a spider though, like a hairy crab. Where heck the dino? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hairy crab! A hairy crab! That went downhill real quick. Oh, that's what she said. Uh, we are hack the dino, and uh, we like to talk about video games, past, present, and future. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ben Rosenthal, and joining me on this journey is one of my co-hosts. Floppy Staric. Hey ho, uh, hey ho, hey ho, hey ho, hi ho, hi ho, everyone. Hi, hey. how you doing? <laughs> they're, they're good. How you doing? So, you seen yeah. any hairy crabs right lately? No, no, no. My social life's pretty. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Brayden isn't with us tonight. Uh, I um, so Brayden isn't here because, well, quite frankly. Uh, Brayden has received an Order of Australia. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. He's uh, become a, a famous person. He's received an Order of Australia because of all his wonderful work that he does with homeless people and um, like-minded individuals. So uh, next time you see Brayden, congratulate him on his uh, fantastic award uh, and how he is uh, just a, a splendiferous human being who, who deserves our admiration. Hang the a-hole on a second. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. I'm not here... Mm. Uh, the stories that go out are I've got explosive freaking I, diarrhea. I don't tell stories. I simply report the truth. If Braden's not here, he's fucking order. Well, excuse me. Braden is an instrument of <laughs> purity in our society, and I will not hear a bad word against him. You just take your fake butt elsewhere. But we've got a replacement for Braden this week. Um, someone brand new to the video game scene. I think, in fact, the last game she played was on the PlayStation Two. Anyway, because Braden couldn't be here, I roped my partner Jasmine into controlling the Ooh. show with us. Hi, Jazz. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound petrified at all. Not at all. No, it's, it's completely okay. at home. So, Jazz, when was the last time you played a video game? Um, the beginning of July. Beginning of which year? Which year? On the Nintendo Switch, twenty twenty one. What what game did you play? I played Aladdin. Aladdin and Super Mario Brothers and Two Point Hospital. Yes. You know what? <laughs> all killer, no filler. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, Great games. All good. That's what happens when you don't play games for fifteen years. You, you come back and play. The <laughs> come back and play the top. All the top hits from the nineties, straight on there. You can tell she lives with me, can't you? Anyway, as I said, don't we are how. Hack the Dino. You can find us over on our skill tree at hackthedino.com. You can find all of our links there to our twitch.tv backslash hackthedino or our youtube.com backslash hackthedino or our Instagram where our social media guru Anto has been doing fantastic work reporting all the news. Hasn't he been really he good stuff? He is a freaking machine, man. I don't even know how to read half that stuff, let alone make it. So be sure to head over to hackthedino.com, click on all the social media links and all those other things and see all the fantastic work that Anto's doing. He's putting up a lot more news centra uh, centralized stuff uh, so we can focus on the news and nonsense of gaming's past, present and future right here at Hack the Dino. So what you're saying is basically he can do the hard stuff and we just act like dickheads? Yep, yep. Uh, that's generally how it goes, yeah. Uh, speaking of acting like uh, dickhead, what have you been playing, Floppy? <laughs> 
It's a bit harsh. <laughs> uh, okay, so if you've been watching some streams at all, I've been playing Little Nightmares. Yes. Now, I, I finished this on my own account, which yep. was awesome. And then I went back onto the stream and I finished it on uh, the Hack the Dino account, streaming it, which is really cool. Streamed it the other night, had, uh, had a bunch of the guys from the Discord uh, in there. Such a good game. It's such a good game that I, for the first time, and I can't remember how long, have gone and bought DLC. Oh, really? Yeah. What was the DLC for this one? Uh, so it tells you the story of a kid that uh, hopefully escaped, has escaped previous to this game. So it's like a prequel because mm-hmm. there are little things that you do in the DLC as the runaway, I think he's called the runaway kid, that you see one playing uh, through the game at, as six, mm-hmm. but it's not explained at the time. Like There's a there's like a, um, a, a rope ladder made out of sheets that you just come across. You don't know why it's there. It's just there. In the DLC, you get to play the person doing that. Uh, and it's really cool. It's like 15 bucks for, I think it's like th- three areas or three or four areas. So it's kind of pricey, I guess, when you talk about... So Little Nightmares 2, um, there's two characters though, isn't there? There's, there is. There's six and... And there's another character who's, as far as I'm aware, because I haven't played it yet, not the runaway kid from the DLC or the first one. No. Someone different. Yep. Yep. But yeah, it's really cool. I just love this. I just It's such a good, such an atmospheric game. Uh, it's cheap as well. So, you know, if you're playing on Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, PC, whatever, jump out and grab it. It's so good. And... That you, you, it's. I'd say it's about a four-hour, five-hour game. That's good. You know, the speed run for this is like forty-one minutes. Really? Yeah. Fuck that. Oh, I, I don't. I, I appreciate speedrunners, and I really like what they do, and you know, admire all the time and, and dedication they put to their speedrun. But come on, guys. Yeah, I like, don't see the fun in it. But it, it is. It is each their own. Because we're old. Uh, yeah, I am an old man. I can't do anything fast. Uh, slow and low. Uh, the other thing I've been playing. Yep. Is because of the week that we're having, which is kind of Super Nintendo related. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought a Super Nintendo last year. You did, and you had to my some first really good one, my first one ever. Yeah, I never had a Super Nintendo. Yep, uh, and I started playing Super Metroid. Whoa, busted out a bit of Super Metroid. Classic game. Classic game, and oh, so I've been told. Uh, no, I'm aware that it's classic game. Um, this it is hard. Yeah, it is hard, but man, I really like it. I like the simplicity. Mm-hmm. Like it's so nice going back to a game. That's I think that's what I liked about Little, Net, Little Nightmares as well. Is this like three or four controls, and mm-hmm. that's it. I'm not worrying about skill trees and inventories and all that sort of stuff. Jazz, but um, ah, jazz. Um, well done. You said a word. <laughs> I said a word. It was a pun. It wasn't a pun. Uh, <laughs> you said a word. That's someone's name. That's not. That, no. Let me have my pun. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I've been playing that as well. It's really cool. I didn't get to play as much this week as I liked, just because you know life. But uh, hmm. It's going to stay hooked up for I a while. I too have a life. No, you don't. Well, sometimes. Oh, there was that Thursday that one time. Yeah, that was no. my life though. Oh. It was very different. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, so you're enjoying it? How, mu- how many hours in are you? Oh, Super Metroid? Yeah. Like 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you reckon you'll keep on going? Nah. See, I'm, not I'm a, a couple of hours in. Massive super, I'm not a massive Metroid. Oh. Can you call it a Metroidvania if it's a Metroid? I don't game? think you can. I think I think if it's its namesake, you can't call it that. Yeah. You don't call a Bond film, or it's kind of like a Bond film. It, <laughs> yeah, because it is a Bond film. It's very. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, do you not like it because of just that style of going back to areas and? Yeah, I feel like so. One of the reasons I didn't like Skyward Sword was because you had to keep going back to the areas. Um, okay. And like, I never played it. I've got. I actually found realized that I pretty much own every single Metroid game. <laughs> Just by uh, complete coincidence. Uh, and I've played them. I've played probably a couple of hours of Super Metroid um, and some of the original Metroid. But 
just never really grabbed me. Just yeah. wasn't my jam. Maybe I've got to give it another bell. Maybe. Uh, so I uh, was... Oh, full disclosure, before uh, before we go into this, I was uh, gifted a code for the Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. You do know that only important so, people get gifted codes, well, right? Well, you know. But uh, Ghost of Tsushima uh, Director's Cut, I have been playing. I picked up my old save. It was an easy transfer, easy download. Um, it's the PS5 upgrade. So running at 60 frames per second on my 4K TV. Floppy, this thing looks gorgeous. <laughs> like it, it is. Uh, even here, man, just watching it on the oh, video, it looks amazing. Oh my goodness, it is so good. Um, I actually never realized how integral and how important the uh, soundtrack is and how subtly the music comes in and informs your mood and your exploration. Yeah, right. uh, it just seamlessly trans- transitions through it. I'm, of course, playing it with uh, Japanese uh, audio track uh, with English subtitles. I can't do that. Uh, they've got the lip syncing corrected now. It's part of the uh, the DLC that came out with the director's cut. Um, I haven't played it in a long, long time. In fact, my last save was from a year ago when I booted <laughs> it up. Uh, so, so I almost. So were you lost? No, I, I remembered where I was because I was just doing. If you remember, um, I sort of got really into the Breath of the Wild type. Yeah, you were just roaming, and hey. I was just roaming and discovering. Remember, and, you forgot you didn't realize there was another island or three islands. No, no, I knew, I knew. I know what's going on. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was just exploring. And so I jumped back in and I couldn't remember the the small mission that I was doing. So I went, oh, you know what? Because I, th- I think the reason I stopped is because I couldn't trigger this um, side quest. Like it just wouldn't finish for me. Yeah, right. I had to wipe out this village of all the Mongols and I kept wiping them out and they're just respawning. So like one guy hanging behind a rock Yeah, somewhere. yeah, something like that. So it started back and I just went, oh, I'll hit the critical path again. So I did that. Started playing it. Uh, did a little stealth mission where I went through and, and rescued uh, someone and then had to go back and it came time to do the uh, combat. And oh boy, I forgot how to play this game. Be rusty, mate. <laughs> Let me put it this way. I uh, played it uh, for about ooh, an hour, hour and a half and then went, you know what? Options. Easy. Baby mode. <laughs> man, <laughs> so I... next time I go in, it's baby mode all the way. I play everything on baby ass baby mode, man. <laughs> Um, of course, another part or another big part of the director's cut is Icky Island. Uh, so without spoiling too much, because obviously I haven't played it, but I've read ahead and and listened to interviews and whatnot. Uh, you can't go to Icky Island until the start of chapter two. So I'm still in chapter one. Uh, but once you pass the first chapter, you have the option to go to this little island where there's a separate storyline that goes for about three hours. Um, you can't leave Icky Island unless you finish that storyline. So once you're there, you're there. Uh, and there's, of course, other things to find and, and look and discover. There's a lot there. I think there's about a 10 hours worth of um, uh, exploration uh, there if you're doing all the side quests and everything. Uh, I've also been, uh, well, also read that the enemies are tougher if you play it in this order. So <laughs> you can go to Iki Island at any point as long as you're past uh, chapter one. Um, so if you go there as soon as you can, the enemies are at a higher standard and you will need to grind in order to get your level up. To be able to combat them. Uh, but yeah, just wow, what a wonderful game this still is. Um, I can't, well, this was my game of the year, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Because, I can't remember, it was a whole year ago. Yeah, oh, just one. I, I actually, it's it's back to me going, oh, I just want to find some time so I can play it. <laughs> I, I just want to sit down. Going back to your mode, you know how you said like you came back to it and you can't remember what you're doing and stuff like that? Yeah. I like, they should have like a dad mode in here. 
<laughs> now, like you start a game, and it'd be like, out. "Oh, you haven't played a game for you haven't played this game for more than seven days." Here is a quick rundown of the controls. Here is what you were doing. Now, go do your thing. Oh, I would love a recap. Oh, man. I need that on every game. Like just a okay. That. So it's been a year. This is what you did. Yeah, and it just takes small snippets out and gives you a little just like a gives you a quick little like VR tutorial mode. Here's the buttons you had to use. This is what you were doing. Yeah, I'd need that in like even Tetris, man. <laughs> but yeah, really good. It also comes with um, Legends, which came out before. Four, well, I think six months after the release, which yeah. is the four-player horde mode um, and raid mode, Not where you yet. play with four other friends, and it's more the supernatural Japanese side of things, where yeah, it's like someone's and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's someone telling the story of the ghost of Tsushima um, because they don't think it was just one person. Like it's all, all been exaggerated into like this team of supernatural warriors who went in and they tell the spiritual story, and you're actually playing that. That's pretty so cool. I really need to find people to um, jump in with me. And, uh, you know, just go do some raids. Uh, I also sat down after last show. Um, I can't believe you actually played this, man. <laughs> Remember everyone who saw last show, if you didn't, go over to uh, hackthedino.com and watch it on youtube.com backslash hackthedino. Uh, we came across a little game called Merge Mansion, which had the most weirdest uh, storyline ever. Like, it was a lady getting out of a taxi cab with like mascara running down her face from tears. Doesn't she look like she'd just been at a wedding? She, or something? Oh, her, her um, fiance, who she was supposed to marry, wasn't there. And then like her house is burnt down. But then her, her grandma, grandma was calls, there. And then she goes to her grandma and her grandma gives her the keys to this new mansion and she's cleaning it up. And then she turns around and her grandma's <laughs> been arrested. And then as she's saying goodbye to her grandma in the police car, her grandma holds up her hand on the hand. It's written, uh, he's still alive. And so many twists. I didn't know what the hell was going on. So I don't think they knew what was going on. <laughs> I downloaded the game, which we can see on screen now. And thought, all right, let's let's see what this is. All. This game's trash. <laughs> so game I downloaded sucks. one too. I downloaded. I think I downloaded Matchington Mansion. Yep, yep. And I promptly forgot about it about yep. five minutes later. Well, uh, I, maybe I should play that this week. I sat down and played it last night just before I went to bed, and it is literally just match, match, oh. match, press, match, press. There, there is nothing there that even indicates that there's a mystery or <laughs> any deeper <laughs> meaning. So they've done really good marketing um, to get us to go that far. So well done. Well done, everyone. I'd like to say a well done to Game Boy Dad in the chat just for doing some cool... Well done. Some, some cool uh, modding. Our, our cool mods in the chat doing all yeah. that they need to do. Um, Brayden also left some notes throughout our run sheet. So what has he been playing? So he can be here while he's accepting his very prestigious award for being uh, just overwhelmingly awesome. Uh, Brayden's playing Avengers. Uh, still. Yep, still, which is a surprise to yeah. like even the developers. Right. Um <laughs> And has said, Ashley Birch's Kate Bishop is great so far. So Kate Bishop, of course, is Hawkeye. Good on him. Yeah. That's cool. Maybe I will take it, bust it out and have another look at it. What's that, Avengers? Yeah, maybe. Do no, you I mean, probably not. Yeah, I got it. You got the PS... Uh, you had to pay a huge money for the PS5 upgrade for that. Yeah, I did not do that. I just played no. the PS4 version. I didn't give a shit. Yeah, because, you know, games. Big monies. Speaking of big monies, Pokemon... Pokemon. Pokemon certainly do like big monies because they earn a lot of it. Uh, in fact, they're the number one game, for, oh, number one franchise in the world in terms of uh, money. Is it? Yeah, Pokemon. What game everything. franchise or just like franchise? Just franchise. Like I think their games are like ten percent of the amount oh, of money dude. they make. The amount of money that they must make from not just trading cards but like plushies, t-shirts, anything that's got a Pokemon on it. Get out of town, man! Yeah. Like, 
ridiculous. Anyway, they had a uh, Pokemon Direct, or whatever they called it, where they gave us more information on a lot of their Pokemon games. Uh, won't go into, like, Pokemon Unite and all those things. I really want to focus on uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl and Legends of Arceus. So Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are remakes of the Gen 5 uh, Sinnoh region. Um, yeah, I this is the game that got me to fall back in love with Pokemon. Uh, I originally played Red and Blue and Yellow and Gold and Silver uh, and then fell away for... Um, uh, was it Sapphire and, and Ruby? Ruby. Uh, and then jump back on with Gen 5. 4. I can't count. That's all right. Mainly because there's a fire monkey. And his name's Chimchar. And he's adorable and I love him. Do you know what my first Pokemon game was? What's that? It was Soul Silver. Yep. And I played it in 2017. That's right. And I remember you saying, we were having a discussion here one time. And you saw him a chop. And you went, oh yeah, isn't he supposed to be green? No, he's always been blue. He goes, oh, mine's green. I went, that's a shiny. You, you got a shiny. A one in 5,000 Pokemon. <laughs> it's my first oh, Pokemon you... game, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Do you know how long it took me to get a shiny Pokemon? That's just how I roll, mate. Years and years. Like, Parker got a shiny Pokemon in the wild before I did. <laughs> I still remember because uh, she was playing X and Y. I bought her X and Y. She was obsessed with it. I haven't played and that one. She came out to me one day because uh, she goes, oh, Dad, I've, I've got a, a shiny pokemon here but i don't know what, how to catch it what do i do and i went oh yeah all right kid six-year-old kid doesn't know what they're talking about grabbed it oh it is a shiny <laughs> <laughs> and then in, um again we were playing sword and shield when it first came out because we both had the game yeah. i was playing on handheld and she was playing on tv and she came across a shiny um corvanite which is a bird okay cool. uh, so Thank I, you. yeah i helped helped her catch it uh, and then I looked down on my screen and while I was helping her catch it, a Pokemon had walked into me and started an encounter and that was a shiny. <laughs> anyway, I like shinies. I do shiny hunting. Braden's got some, uh, some oh, dumb summary. No, no, no. We're not even, I'm not even finished talking about that. Yeah, I've just went on a tangent. Um, right. So did you see much of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl? Uh, I did. I watched like the, the art style. Did I see it? Yeah, yeah I watched yeah. the uh, I watched the direct from him. Uh, Jess, can we bring up that footage again of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl? I just want to have a look at the art style. A lot of people are complaining about it. I, for one, really love it. For me, it looks like a natural progression of what the um, like the Game Boy games and the Game Boy Advance games would look like if they were up -res. Yeah, like if they were remastered, not remade, that's what yeah, they look like. So yeah, like so they, they're chibi looking, they're cute. Uh, I think the overall graphics look fine. Um, the fact that you can uh, have a lot more customization of your character, I think is really, really great. Um, I'm really looking forward to this game. I, uh, it, the Gen 4 game itself is really good. Real fun. I think they really like what they've done here and all the things that people are complaining about. I think, fuck them, uh, this suits the style of gameplay that it is. I think it suits that um, that era of games and it sort of like captures that old school essence, that retroness. Yeah, well, I mean... But updates, it looks good. I was so obsessed with Gen 4 that this is when I went really deep into the meta game. And started EV training and IV training oh, man, and uh, like breeding eggs and like I went full competitive mode and had a competitive team. That doesn't I had surprise a, me at all. I had a Shuckle, which is like a turtle Pokemon. I know that one. And I called him Five Knuckle. Five Knuckle Shuckle. Yep. <laughs> because I like John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Anyway. Uh, but I do think because uh, what we remember from Auras, which was. Um, Amiga, Alphire, Ruby, Sapphire, whatever. The Gen 3 remakes from ages ago. They changed the ending. Amiga, Ruby. Amiga, Ruby, Alpha, Alpha Sapphire. Sapphire. 
they changed the ending. And because they announced that uh, Legends Arceus is coming out in January, so we've got the so release close. date. Uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearls, November 19, which I believe I called to the day. Did you? To the day. I think if we go back into our predictions, we didn't I need said to do that. I don't remember. November 19. Pretty sure we didn't write it down. Um, I think I have it at the end of the run sheet. But yes, uh, because uh, Arceus is coming out at the end of January, I think 28th. 22nd, 28th. Something like that. Um, I still think they've redone the ending of uh, Shining Pearl and, and Brilliant Diamond. So Arceus will pop up and transport you back in time to Arceus. Um, so yeah, well, let's read off Braden's uh, comments about right. uh, what he let's thinks see. and then we'll talk about uh, Arceus, which you can see on the screen here, including the brand new Pokemon. So Braden's dumb summary from Discord, as it is so aptly named. Uh, he says, okay. okay, how do I do you? How do I do a Braden? Okay. No, that's not Braden. <laughs> so it's literally just Pokemon, Breath of the Wild. Fair enough. Just don't do that. Can't don't not do, do it now. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, it's in the Sinnoh region. Hell yeah. Yeah, so uh, for those of you who are joining us for the very first time, hello, welcome. Um, have a quiche. Uh, don't have the quiche. Have no, the, uh, have the croissant. Yeah, croissant? Yeah. Chocolate or just... Uh, I'm classy sobering. as fuck, mate. Croissant. Yeah. Hey, you know French toast? Yes. Do you ever eat it with tomato sauce? <laughs> no. Oh, you know, Why would you? No one eats it with tomato sauce and you're all missing out. For... Do you do that? Yeah, absolutely. French toast, tomato sauce, man. Disgusting. Beautiful. No, I'll eat some weird shit, but probably not that. Oh, I'm going to make it for you. You have to eat it. Anyway, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, Brayden. Uh, he grew up... This was his very first Pokemon game, so he's very, very, very excited for it to come out. Uh, but continue on. Sorry, Floppy. Uh, so he loves this prequel vibe with the physical book for the Pokedex. I will agree with him. That was really cool. Yeah. Yep, so they're, they're drawing that, down. Yeah, they're like um, like going out in the wild and sketching and doing like That is cool. Um, he says, okay, so this is really a Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I'm fine with that. What do you think about it as a Breath of the Wild type thing? So they're moving away from the turn-based RPG. Yeah. And they're going more into yeah, like the Breath of the Wild encounters. So you encounter and it's a seamless transition into a battle as opposed to a traditional Pokemon games, which have the... Yeah. So I think this is going to do two things. I think a it's I think it's cool because like I didn't grow up with Pokemon so I don't have that connection to that grindy. You grown up when it came out. Yeah, I was at, I'd found booze by then. Um, sorry, it's not it's not coffee in my Tata's cup. Um, so I don't have that connection and the nostalgia to that style of gameplay. What the heck are you doing, my man? My hood is annoying me. I'm so professional. There we go. Uh, so the actual progression into the the free like free roam world and the free flow into the combat is really cool. Like I dig that because that's sort of used to what I'm playing anyway. Um, so yeah, I do dig that. I think it's going to work well. I think it's going to annoy some diehard fans, and I think no matter what they do, it's going to annoy someone. Like Pokemon fans, like any major fandom, people will always hate something. Like the amount of hate that's still leveled at Sword and Shield, and people going, "Oh, it's a failure." <laughs> it's yeah. sold like two million copies or something. It's not a failure. <laughs> it's doing very <laughs> it's well. It's like no matter what you do, there's going to be a little group of fanatics that it's going to annoy. And yeah. fair, fair enough. Everyone, each their own. You're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, I think what they've done is a it. natural progression, and I think it's probably a good idea. Um, he's also said he would die for that fluffy Arcanine. Arcanine. It's a uh, Growlithe, not an Arcanine. So he got that wrong. Oh, dear. Okay. Ooh, fake fan. Mm. Uh, the fish thing. <laughs> Quoting Brayden. Seriously fucked up. What the fuck? Yeah, so uh, the... Um, I forgot the name. Not the Barracuda. What is it? It's a... Uh, Magikarp? 
No, it's not a magic carp. It no, is it's the only fish Pokemon I know. Ah, uh, I've forgotten the name. Anyway, it's the uh, the the piranha looking fish. Um, Basculin. That's what it is. Basculin. Uh, it doesn't it. have an evolution in normal Pokemon games, and they've introduced an evolution in this game, which is a prequel, and oh. it evolves by absorbing the swords of its dead compatriots. <laughs> that's pretty fucking dark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Braden's overall thoughts are, this is exactly the kind of refresh that Pokemon has been needing for over a decade now, and I completely agree with that sentimony. Um, sentimony? Yep. Is that a word? Sanctimony. Whatever. Sentiments. Whatever. Sentences. You do it. Uh, I completely agree. Uh, this is... They put it under the Legends uh, banner, so it's not a main core title. It's sort of like Pokemon Rangers so like, or something. let's go Pikachu and let's go... Yeah, yeah. Sort of so it's an offshoot. It's something to try out a new engine to see if it takes. I personally think it will take. I reckon um, it will. I, I think this is going to be the future of where Pokemon go, games go moving forward. What was the... Was it Arceus or Arceus? Arceus. Uh... I can't technically, remember. Technically, it's Arceus. I say Arceus because that's how you read it. And then when you hear it pronounced, you go, oh, okay. But it, it is yeah. Arceus. It's a cool name anyway. I really like it, Arceus. I don't know what it means. Uh, it doesn't mean anything. Like all Pokemon names. Bibagloof. Okay. Joel P. Poop. Yep, that one. I like to um, I like to troll Pokemon people a little bit. Yeah. And call things like, like Charasaur. Yep. And bar, bar, bulb mander. <laughs> and then when they're like, it's bulb, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not even joking, man. I love Digimon. <laughs> Speaking of trolling, uh, Jeff Keighley had a Gamescon opening night. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. Um, now, oh, we'll get into the, the Xbox One after this. So there was an Xbox One yesterday, and then this morning they had, yeah, and then yeah. Jeff Keighley had his opening night. Mm. Um, so I've picked out some of the highlights of it. It went for about an hour and a half, I think. So big old. Yeah, well, it was conference. like two hours. Yeah, it was. It was pretty long. It was a lengthy thing. Um, it may have had some filler. Overall, what did you think? I thought uh, the first hour was, you know, pretty good, pretty full paced, uh, and then the second hour, I think, just sort of lagged in the teeth a little bit. Yeah, look, they came out swinging with some of their big stuff, which they probably should have spaced out a little bit. Yeah, but they came out swinging with some of their big stuff, and then the last sort of. I don't know, 45 minutes was kind of fillery, just little tacked on bits, which was a bit odd. Yep. Um, and then ending with Death Stranding Director's Edition. Now, all right, we all know about my love for Kojima. Uh, Jeff Keighley probably loves Kojima more than me. I I'm willing to admit that. I don't even that. know if that's possible. No, no, it, it very much is. Why, because he gets money from him? Well, no, they're also like friends. Oh, I... In yeah. real life. Okay. Well, uh, but it's also... Like I was listening to a podcast today and they were saying, yeah, a lot of this stuff is also very political. Um, so like they could have ended it. And while there wasn't a lot there to end, so like a big conference on, um, it may be that it was done as a favor. So when Kojima's new game comes out, you know, you may have heard of it, Abandoned. I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't. I'm joking. Internet crash. <laughs> Uh, so when Kojima's new game comes out, he might give the uh, the, the exclusive to Keeley's in one of his oh, shows. No doubt whatsoever but that that's what he's doing. I do love what Keeley's doing with all these big events. So E3, um, Gamescon, and of course the Game Awards, which he's responsible for. He's doing these opening night things or these yeah. little uh, you know extravaganzas three or four times a year. And yeah, it, I mean, Keeley loves loves games oh this dude is like a child when it comes to games which is cool because that passion for it comes out on when he's out on stage as well exactly um 
But yeah, anyway, let's get into some of the big announcements. The first one that came up is the Saints Row reboot, which was heavily teased. So I didn't know that this was Saints Row for the longest time watching this. Oh, really? No, it didn't gel that this is what it was. Is until it and I'm like, oh, fuck it. Okay, Saints Row. A reboot? Uh, is that what threw you? It just didn't strike me as a Saints Row game. I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing yet. So I think the I whole princi- principle the is um, that it's sort of like, sort of like you know, tech startups in Silicon Valley. It's like that, but for criminals. Yeah. So you're starting out as like a group of friends on the bottom level and you're trying to work your way up. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And you're trying to like build your own empire, like self-made sort of thing. Yeah. So here's how uh, Deep Silver describes the new Saints Row. Quote, As the future boss, with Nina, Kevin and Eli by your side, you'll form the Saints and take on Los Patronos, the idols, and Marshall as you build your empire across the streets of Santo uh, Il, uh, Ileso. Ileso and battle for control over the city. Ultimately, Saints Row is the story of a startup company. It's just that the business... This, oh, God, that's written horribly. Uh, it's just that the business the Saints are in happens to be crime. So I've kind of always had a... I don't mind Saints Row. Like It's like GTA, but with, it's like a piss-take version. Yeah. And uh, so it's always been a lot of bit well, fun. Well, to start off with, they went kind of off the wall with like three and four. Oh, they went, cra- they get out of hell and yeah. they went crazy, man. Yeah. Space? Were they in space? <laughs> I, I don't even be sure. Yeah. But yeah, this trailer was like amusing. I liked it. I liked the whole, um, them stealing the, the car full of shit from the bad guys. The motorbike with the, oh, this motorbike scene where he crashes the motorbike and then flips and the car is unreal. Yeah. Uh, you watch now that I've said that. Uh, here we go. No. Nah. I'm uh, sure so the podcast a, listeners will podcast love Podcast will it. love that as we're watching a uh, a trailer that they can't see. Yep. But, Just go to um, hackthedino.com. Well, there you go. It there it is right there. How cool is that? I don't it's think Spider-Man that's how move. physics works. Mate, but... have you ever played a video game? None of that's how videos <laughs> in physics works. Um, but yeah, overall floppy, you impressed with this? Uh, I think I'm intrigued by it. I'll mm-hmm. definitely check it out. What I don't like is I don't like watching the bit afterwards where it's the actors talking. No disrespect to the actors. They do a great job but you can tell when they're really not super comfortable on stage which is weird for actors which is weird well yeah i don't know it was it was odd this one in particular was a little bit odd and it made me feel a little bit cringy um but yeah the game itself yeah i'm definitely gonna check it out it looks fun it looks crazy looks like leave your brain at the door i'm big fan of that speaking of leaving your brain at the door next we saw the latest from the xcop uh, X-Cops, XCOM team, uh, Marvel Midnight Suns. Now, how much do you know about the Midnight Suns floppy? Not much. Okay, so the Midnight Suns in the comics, at least in the 90s, were a team uh, led by Blade, um, and it had Ghost Rider in there. Uh, it had uh, some Wolverine. other people. No, he wasn't in it. Uh, but like, basically, they were vampire hunters uh, yeah. and supernatural hunters. Uh, Doctor Strange, I think, was in there from memory. Uh, sort of like all the offbeat... Uh, so- Back in the 90s, a lot of the heroes that you love and enjoy today, um, yeah, they weren't very popular. Iron Man, Captain America, no one liked them. No one gave a rat's ass. The Avengers were lame back then. Yeah, Ghost Rider as well. Ghost Rider's always been lame. No one cared about them. It was only until like Iron Man came out that sort of Tony Stark became the poster boy. Up until mm. then, it was Spidey all the way. Uh, so and anyway, X-Men. all your favorite Marvel characters, including the X-Men and Blade, are coming in March 2022. There's a worldwide gameplay demo coming out on September 1st. Uh, Brayden left his little note here saying, fucking hell yeah, this is going to be my shit. Can't wait. The exact kind of different style Marvel games I've been wanting. Wanting? Yep. Yeah, I kind of got vibes of like... Um 
I mean, I know it's more XCOM than what I was thinking, but it kind of reminded me of that Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yes. Yeah, very much so, I think. Which I think I'd actually prefer, but... Ultimate Alliance? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's basically what it is. So the, it was the team, uh, Fire Axis, um, mm. said that it's not like the XCOM games. Like, you, it's not the same battle engine or anything yeah, like that. Okay. Uh, it, it's its own thing. Um, but, you know, how much was Raving Rabbids like um, XCOM? Because I didn't play Raving Rabbids. Oh, the Mario and Rabbids yeah. Kingdom Battle. Yep. Uh, well, I, I haven't played much XCOM, but I played the heck out of Mario and Rabbids. So that was cool. Yeah. Oh, Supernatural Wolvie. And the lady you can see in the middle there, I think, is the Hunter, which is your character that you create and you can play as. Yeah, so that's an original character, isn't it? Yeah, so, so you can not... customize it. Yeah. Uh, Hunter is their name. So that looks really, really cool. It's been rumored for a long time. Be eager to check that out. One thing I am super eager to check out, and this announcement was cool as hell, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge coming out April 2022. I was hoping... Really, really hoping to be this year, but no. So it's a throwback to the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. And they announced you can play as April O'Neil. She beats people up with a microphone and a camera. That's so cool. Oh man, I cannot wait for this game. Are you, did you get like Mad River City Girl vibes? I did. I did. I, you know, I'm actually probably going to play as April. Oh, truth as be told. You wouldn't. Can I say, when, when Jeff Keighley came out and started uh, to announce this, he said something that like, the inner, we all know I'm immature, right? No. You've met me. I'll laugh at Couple poop jokes. Uh, he said something like he's got his pizza and his manhole ready. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but that was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, this game, my goodness, I, I, I oh, cannot wait. Yeah, this it's, looks great. Also, it's been published by the same team that did um, uh, the Streets, Streets of Rage, of Rage 4. 4. Yeah. So they've obviously got a really good eye for these types of games. And Streets of Rage 4 was excellent. I'm really, really hopeful for this game. I think it's going to be really, really cool. So in the town... Ta- oh, yeah. You can revive people with pizza, can't you? Yeah. Um, in the chat, Townsy's popped there. He hopes that Usagi Jimbo ends up in it. That'd be cool. Yeah. Are they, like have they talked about um, adding any other characters? I uh, don't know. I'm assuming DLC will be part of it. Can you play a Splinter? Popular, popular enough? No, I think the only five characters now are the Four Turtles and April. Okay. Incidentally, have you been reading The Last Ronin? No. It's like a future Ninja Turtle storyline where all the turtles are dead apart from one and he just carries each one of their weapons and he's going in to fight against uh, Shredder's grandson who's sort of taken over LA. That sounds dark um, as heck. It is. It is super dark and you don't know which turtle it is. Ooh. And he talks to like his dead brothers. They come up as like ghosts and memories of his past. And then he... I read the, um, the original Turtles comics mm-hmm. not that long ago and I've never read them before. And man, they are heaps darker than yeah. the cartoon I watched. Oh, yeah. Kid. Well, for starters, the foot soldiers are actual soldiers. They're not robots or anything. Yeah. And they and, get killed. And Shredder was like a drug dealing like yeah. dude, man. Proper bad guy. <laughs> bad Speaking man. of bad guys, you won't find many in this next game. That's not true. You'll find lots of them. Lego Star Wars is out in 2022 now, Floppy. Yeah. I was really impressed with this trailer. It gave me the feels, but uh, your fantasy critic is suffering another blow. <laughs> uh, I don't even look at it anymore. <laughs> Um, yeah, this looks great. This looks really cool. So, Brayden and I both, we both, um, we both get frothy over Lego games. Uh, all of the Lego games, but more to the point, Star Wars. Star Wars was one of the first Lego games I played. It's awesome. I love them all. You can't die for starters. Great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, this one covers all nine films. Mm -hmm. I'd, I think, I can't remember if it was in this thing here, but I think they're putting in, or it might be in DLC, Solo and Rogue One. 
Yep. I think. Uh, as well. Mandalorian as well. Mandalorian as well. Yeah. Or maybe it wasn't Solo. Maybe no, Solo's Man- in it. Solo, believe, right? Yeah. yeah, and Mandalorian. Um, so that is just legitimately there. That is so much content. It's ridiculous. Uh, they've done them before as trilogies. So they did um, the prequel trilogy. They did the original trilogy. And then they brought out a Force Awakens one that was just on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, all standout games. Like They're all great games. But then to go back and do them all 100% from the ground up, uh, I believe there's voice acting and everything in there, is just awesome. I cannot wait to play through this. Hey, Jazz. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, what do you think? Should I get this game? Would yeah. you enjoy playing this game if I made you sit down in front of the PlayStation 5 and play it? I wouldn't know what to do. And when he says made you, he means ask you nicely. No, yeah. I'd say get it because I know you'll play it. I won't play it. <laughs> no, you can play it. You can play split screen co-op. Yeah. And you can't die. Okay. It's a game where you can't die. You just fall to pieces. I bought it to play with my kids and now they don't play it anymore. I just play them. Okay. Uh, We also had some more footage from Sifu, which is coming out February 2022. Now, this trailer, a lot of people started to go, oh, it's not as good as I thought it was. And I think they're insane. Yeah, these things look great, man. Um, Like, the whole idea behind it in that if you die, you age a couple of years in order to, like, go back and train and and sort of get your level up so you can fight more people. Um, I still think it looks great. That's why I look so old, because I've actually died a few times and... Yeah. Aged. Certainly not your hair. I'm actually 23. Um, yeah. Still a great game. Can't wait for it to come out. Uh, bummer that we have to wait till like February, but it'll be worth the wait, oh, I'm man. sure. Better a late game than a broken game. Oh, well, <laughs> that is insanely true because of <laughs> Yoldy Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Uh, then we had the big announcements coming out, firing on all arms. Oh, man. I wasn't actually expecting this. I was dead set. Didn't think they were going to bring this up. So first we had the Halo Elite controller announced. Now, I was at a, a games place once. Uh, I think you were there as well, Floppy. Possibly. And I actually, for the first time, got to hold the uh, Elite controller in my hand. My goodness, that is a good controller to They're have. They're a nice controller, How much man. are they? Like 300 bucks? 250 bucks. bucks. Yeah. How much is this uh, special 250 edition? 250 bucks. Oh, really? They haven't no. put a premium on it? No, them. they've just put a paint job on it. Wow. Which I love because half the time they put paint jobs and things and jack the price. Yep. Um, this thing looks sweet. Like I've got the Xbox One controller that was the Master Chief one, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Same kind of color scheme, you know, with the green and a little bit of gold and everything like that. This thing being a lead controller, man, it is sexy. Yeah. And they, the weight behind them mm-hmm. and the fact that you can just sort of swap out your analog sticks, your D-pad to be either a cross or the circle one, and just the, the programmable buttons, things like that, man. These things are cool. They charge in that case. Oh, they charge in the case. Yeah, so you see at the case, they've got this case that they sit in, which got some little like magnetic contacts in it, and mm-hmm. then you pop in your um your old mate charge cable, and off you go. Oh, that's cool. It's so good. Uh, then they announced the Halo 20th anniversary Xbox Series X, and don't worry, everyone, it's, it's already sold out. They <laughs> say so this thing went up on a line and was gone in like 15 minutes. Yep. 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 Do you reckon they'll have another drop, or because they did say it was limited? I doubt it. Yeah. But. You never know. When something goes that quick, you kind of want to go, we could totally sell more of this. But I mean, this was announced at sort of 4.30 our time. 
So Australian people really didn't have a chance of even. Well, no, because it didn't go up for online order in a lot of retailers until our business hours. Oh right, so it was yeah. completely out of. So I, I know a few retailers around here. Uh, most of us, you know, the common ones, didn't put it up on their websites for pre-order until like nine thirty. And how many fans do you reckon got it? And how many uh, scalpers? And I, bots do you I'd, think got I'd it? say there's probably like three or four fans that got it and resellers. Just resellers. More than likely. That's really disappointing because things like this, like there's a lot of diehard Halo fans and like Xbox are finally, you know, coming out of the deep chasm they saw. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, well, I've seen, had people go that it looks ugly. I think, I mean, yeah, but I kind of think that ugly looks pretty good. Yeah, well, I'm a big fan of anything that's not a black box that sits under your TV. That's why I like the design of the PlayStation 5 so much because yeah. it's so just far out there and ridiculous. Um, I love collecting things that are just super weird. How do you feel about the the current trend of things going up online for pre-order to be available to everyone uh, and what happens with them they end up in resellers? How do you feel about that? Uh, resellers? No, just the whole thing in general. Like I was having this conversation with a mate the other day, literally about this console because he's missed out. Uh, we were talking about you know what we should go back to back in, when they had a planned pre-order launch sort of night or day or something where you have to go into a store but you know about it in advance so that you can plan your day around it you can get there get in line pre-order thing it stops resellers from getting them yeah but resellers the only, are only going to get one only problem there is that adds to your company's bottom line because you have to organize people to staff it you have to organize of it does. like obviously security and whatnot um and you know we're talking microsoft and whatnot so it's nothing during the normal business hours. but you know what i mean like i i can see why they don't do it um, because doing something for free is always better than paying for something. Yeah. But it is getting ridiculous. They need to think All of a way All that happens to... is bots get them. Yeah, and it's really not fair. And then the prices jump. And, you know, Xbox technically don't really care because... They've got their money. they got their money. What do they care? And, and then you get these resellers who just jack up the price to ridiculous amounts and it, it's hard and for your And then sell person. a receipt. Yeah. Which, um, is which nothing... you may or may not get. Yeah, do you know what happened uh, a number of years ago? You remember I... when Batman Arkham Knight came out? Yeah, I remember this tale. And there was a collector's edition that had a replica of the, the Batmobile from Batman Arkham Knight. It was really cool. It was supposed to light up and shit. Um, and people pre-ordered them, pre-ordered online, sold their pre-orders online for stupid amounts of money. And then like a number of days just before it was supposed to be released, cancelled. Ouch. And you know what? If you're one of those people that's bought a receipt on eBay, you can't cash that back in for the refund because it's not your name on there. Mm. You can't refund that. No. You're done. Done. Don't buy from resellers. Um, they might stiff you. They, well, or get one up you. Whoa. In fact, they'd probably have to stiff you to get one up you. Uh, no one wants to limp up <laughs> one up you. Uh, so then Halo Infinite was announced for December 8th coming out. I was guaranteed, I guaranteed, I, I was guaranteeing this thing was not going to come out this year. I was so surprised. Yep. Thank you, me, who has it in their fantasy critic. Yeah, I well, think even though it's going to launch and wank, it's not going to be completely. Like, it'll be finished. No co-op? No co-op, single-player story mode. Um, and no... Oh, multiplayer is there? Or yeah, is multiplayer there? was there and single-player was there, but no co-op. Yeah, but no co-op um, at weird. launch. At launch. Uh, I think this is going to be one of those games that they keep adding to for a couple of years. Yeah, um, It does look... To. This trailer looked really cool. Look, he's better than the last one we saw. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'm very glad they took that year off and took their time with it. Oh, yeah, man. Look, they did, they did the right thing. They had to release this this year, though, didn't yeah. they? Oh, 
totally. Like everyone was understanding last year, obviously with the global bastard still raging its wrath upon the world. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they really need to get something out. And I'm really looking forward to playing this, I, especially after playing the first one a couple of weeks back. Have, yeah, you'd never played it, had you? No, I had played it, but it'd oh. been like since it launched, since so have I you, played it. Have you played all of the campaigns for Halo? No, I've only ever played Halo 1. Man, Halo 2. Yes, yeah, I hear that. Get on it. I will be. That's on Xbox, original Xbox. Yeah, but yeah. you can get it on Games Pass um, on your Xbox One or oh, Xbox really? Series X because the whole Master Chief collection's on there. Yeah, you're right. I should sit down and do we that. We should play a co-op in a tell you what, yeah, I tell you what, as soon as I've finished Ghost of Tsushima, I'll get right on it. All right, I'll set my alarm for 2032. Yep, because uh, I've got Pokemon games coming out as well. Oh, 2037. Yeah, cool. No, Pokemon games I burn through pretty quickly, actually. 2036. Uh, then we also had the announcement today of a Halo Infinite Collector's Edition. Uh, just addiction. Look, addiction. addiction. Up, yeah. Just have a look at this uh, floppy. What do, what do you think of this? This. So you get uh, the game, a steel case, uh, a $15, $15 Xbox voucher, <laughs> a pin, and a blue suit. All right. I'm going to quote. I'm going to use the immortal words of, uh, may he rest in peace, Dan. Yes. Uh, that looks a bit rubbo. <laughs> a $15 voucher. <laughs> <laughs> I hate steel. Am I the only person that hates steel books? They don't fit on the yeah, shelf. No, I'm not a fan of them. I don't, oh, I don't like them. Like the only time I get them is when I pre-order a game I want, and they go, "Oh, this came with it." So, oh, You'd be like, "Cool, I'll thanks. add it to the drawer." Apart from Pokemon, because I have a problem with mainline series, I sort of need to get all the covers. You just have a problem. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, rubbish, and hope that uh, something better comes out for the collectors out there. But something that did come out today. Was the Horizon Zero Dawn 60 frame per second patch? I'm super excited for this. Can I tell you why? Yep. I bought a new TV this week. Oh, really? You didn't tell me that. It's because I hadn't remembered. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets delivered tomorrow. Oh, wow. So uh, mm. what are you getting? What? Oh, a TV. Yeah, I know, but... Oh, uh, I'm getting... Oh, what's, everyone can come around and rob my house. Yeah. No, I'm getting a Samsung 65-inch uh, uh, Neo QLED. So oh. it's got all the, because I got quite a bright lounge room. Mm -hmm. so I got these massive windows that sit right behind me that shine on my TV, even when you close the blinds. So brightness becomes a bit of an issue in, in during the day with glare and stuff like that. So I got this one that's got all these, every pixel has its own little mini LED that uh, can adjust the brightness. Like, oh, so cool. good, man. So oh, I'm so keen. I'm finally going to have 4K because I have not had 4K ever. No, nor did I until I got the TV that we're looking at right and now. And I've got a PS5 and a Series X and no 4K. Now I'm going to have 4K. I got 200 hertz, man. You will be one 4K-ing happy dude. Oh, man, I'm going to be 4K and all over the place. Um, speaking of all over the place, not really. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West got a launch date and it is February 18th, that 2022. Is sooner than I thought it was going to be, which is excellent. Really? Yeah. I, I still thought it was coming out December. I legit, no, I kind of, even though I had this picked, I think, in one of our things, I legit it was just had succumbed to the fact that it was not going to be till like April. Yeah. Which is fine. It is when it is. So I was surprised when they said uh, February. That's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Glad that they're taking their time with it. Uh, luckily, I took heed of Jason Schreier's rumors and deleted it from my fantasy critic very, very quickly. So I didn't lose those points. I really got to start remembering to look at that thing. There's no point now. And then, of course, we finished it off with the Death Stranding Director's Cut, which we talked about briefly um, at the start of this little segment. Yep, uh, it, it's upgraded, up-resed, um, additional things. We've talked about it on previous shows. You get a race course. You get catapults to throw parcels everywhere. Um, you can race cars. You can walk around. Being, yeah, it's Kojima. Uh, I mean, 
It's like, I think, 15 bucks for the upgrade for the PS5. Australian? Something like that. Um, I'll probably get it eventually. Uh, but, I mean... I've still never been able to stay interested past the first 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I played maybe five hours of it. Man, I got it. That's, just, that's a fair hack. Yeah. Well, it's Kojima. I thought I owed it to him. Yeah. I got up to Troy Baker um, meeting him and then that was... But it does look... I can imagine it looked very pretty. And Kojima edited this uh, trailer himself. So everyone should go out there and watch it out of respect to Kojima. How can he physically carry that? That is ridiculous. Oh, he's Norman Reedus. How can oh, he jump yeah, like that? He's got jetpacks on. That's how. So I did a little list of what we have to look forward to. This is unreal. Early 2022. So up until about March, the first quarter of 2022, we have got coming out Elden Ring, Ghostwire Tokyo, Horizon Forbidden West, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Nobody Saves Their World, Rainbow Six Extraction, Saints Row, Salt and Sacrifice, Sifu, Stray. Is Stray the one where you're a cat? Yes. Cool. Um, Save that for later. Yeah, so we're running a little bit long in the two, so I'm just going to skip Braden's thoughts, most of them. But uh, oh, there's a couple that I will say. So Braden said, uh, start as strong, then one's a, mas- a massive waste of time. Uh, this is the, the uh, comment that I liked. <clears throat> Quote, Braden. How many fucking shooters were there? Oh my God. Insert bad name here. Season, insert number here, is free to play and coming. Insert month of 2022 here. Um, Jeff Keighley is slowly turning into looking like a Peter, uh, Canadian Peter Capaldi. Um, Boot. And we'll skip that last comment. <laughs> but yeah, uh, overall, I think that was a really, like Gamescom has really hit it out the park this year. I'm, yeah. I'm very impressed. I thought I think it was actually better than E3 this year. I do too. I think it was more streamlined. Um, we're going to jump straight into our next topic. There is a new game coming out, but uh, maybe we'll save that for next show. It's sounds basically good. Kaijo fighting each other. That sounds right up your alley though. Like, oh yeah. yeah. We'll talk about it later. Maybe we'll talk maybe about Dynamo. it show. Yeah. So, uh, many of you may not know, but during this week, it was the 30th anniversary of the Super Nintendo in the power region. So Floppy and I have decided to give you our recommendation for 10 Super Nintendo games you really need to play. Now this comes with a disclaimer. Uh, (laughs) These are our personal picks. Some of us have played classic games and some of us have not. I think you'll be able to tell who is Hugh. Hugh? Hugh? Hugh. You're Hugh. I'm Hugh. I'm Jackman. Um, So before we get into it, there are a couple of honorable mentions that didn't make the list. Uh, These are Super Metroid. The one I've been playing. Donkey Kong Country 2. Yoshi's Island and Mortal Kombat 2, amongst many, many others. So I'm going to kick it off with my first pick, and that is Chrono Trigger. Big surprise. (laughs) I talk about this probably every single show, so I don't need to go into it again. But uh, if you can, if you've got Apple TV, download Chrono Trigger. It's like six bucks on there. Get your PS4 controller, boot it up, and just play Chrono Trigger. It is absolutely wonderful. I actually had um, Zach Sabbath, friend of the show, came up to, I saw him on the weekend, and he came up to me and said, uh, I downloaded Chrono Trigger because you told me to. I'm obsessed with it. So he's doing exactly what I said. He's playing it on his mobile. And yeah, right. Yeah, because uh, obviously it's in the iOS store. Uh, yeah, he loves it. And it's just a wonderful game. I've spoken to a Game Boy dad. Um, I got him to play it. And I got uh, Dust Valbeard to also play it many years ago. All love it. So everyone who I've Excellent. recommended played this game has absolutely loved it because it's fantastic. 
and amazing, and I love it more than um, floppy. You love it. You love Chrono Trigger more than floppy, yep. or you love it more than I love it. No, I love it more than you. Well, it goes without saying. Mm. Um, I'm going to throw a little disclaimer out here before I put in my first fix. Uh, so if you haven't figured out already, I'm the one that hasn't played much SNES. What? No. no. What? no. In fact, I got my first ever SNES last year. Yeah. After Ben and I did a uh, an episode of Retro Trigger, mm. talking about me getting my Rest first SNES. Peace. Rest in peace, Retro Trigger. And um, I'll come back again one day. Yeah, we'll see. And we and we talked about what games I should get and play and what I wanted to after looking at a few games that are available and the things that I remembered. So my first pick, these are all games that I either own, <laughs> uh, have played some of, um, or want. Mm. Mm. So my first pick is uh, now Uni Rally. Yes. This is one I suggested to you. This is one you suggested. And I just found it. And I looked at it and I was like, really, Ben? <laughs> but? Really? And I went, all right, I'll grab it. It was only like 12 bucks or something. It was, yeah, it was like 12 bucks at a cashies or something on a little game hunt. Now this thing is, you play a unicycle. Yep. Yep. End of story. That's it. Get the to the end of the game. It's a unicycle. This thing is an unreal 2D racer. Yep. Very uh, Sonic-esque mm -hmm. with the whole 2D, super fast, jumping and spinning. You get, there's like, um, the faster you get, not always good because mm. you can screw yourself up. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, right at the end, you do like a little, your little unicycle does like little bows or something. It's really weird, mm. but it's strangely captivating and super fun and simple. I love it. All right. So my next pick, um, pick number, what's this? Number three, number three. Uh, on games you should really play on the Super Nintendo. No surprise here. Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Again, I've mentioned many a time my relationship with Street Fighter 2 and the fact that I collect all the games and arcade machine and whatnot. Street Fighter 2 for the Super Nintendo was one of those games where if I had a spare 15 minutes, I could sit down and do a run. And I got to the point where I could sit down and play Street Fighter uh, to defeat Bison on level 8, which was the highest level in 15 minutes. And that was it. I'd just sit down and just go boom, 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 boom with Ryu and go all the way through. Um, I'm still pretty good at this game. So I... Uh, no, I, I was... I, this is a lot of my time yeah, I know, man. playing I'm this game. The piss. Mu uh, muscle memory comes back. I was uh, sitting... Well, a couple of years ago when Street Fighter Five first came out, I was playing with uh, an artist that I was working on a comic book with uh, online. Playing Street Fighter Five, and he was just wiping the floor with me. Like, um, he, he's not pro, but he, he's pretty good. Um, and then when, you remember when the collection came out of every single Street Fighter yeah, game? Yeah, the 30th anniversary one? Yeah, the 30th anniversary, yeah. and they bought them all out. I said, oh, let's play some Turbo. Said, <laughs> oh, okay. I wiped the floor with him. He was shocked because the hitboxes are different. Yeah. The combos are different. The speed is different. You're on 2D um, platform. Uh, yeah, it, it was... Um, validation validation of my Validating. Um, my many years standing in front of an arcade machine Do you know the first plane first time I ever played Street Fighter was on my dad's PC yeah and it was rubbish yep because uh, me and a friend to play had to share the keyboard yep. one of you had the cursor keys and a couple of buttons the other one had WASD and, yep. and you're trying to get two hand, four hands essentially on the keyboard yep we'll play that thing for hours I uh, and then I on my and then I tried collection. to play because I knew the moves, I tried to do them on a controller. Yep. Pff, forget about it. Couldn't yep. do them. Still well, can't see, do I'm it. also a controller player, um, which... Uh, oh, Ken Wong, um, developer of uh, uh, Florence and yeah. uh, Monument Valley. 
Um, the lead artist there, he's a Street Fighter fan as well. Yeah, right. And he was actually rather impressed that I am a controller player because that's really hard to do. He whooped me though. Uh, next, Floppy. All right, so my next one is another game that I own. And I bought this one because I'm a fan of the... Of the Genre? License. Yep. Uh, I bought Alien 3. Yeah. Again, these are games that we think you should play, not well, necessarily play. the best games. Yeah, thanks for chucking that out there. That, that's ben. all right. Uh, so this one is a side-scrolling third-person shooter. Uh... And you know what? It captures the feeling of Aliens really well, and I love it. It captures the feeling of Alien 3 really well, which is rubbish and trash. No, that is not true. You are wrong. Alien 3 is a great film. Mm. All first three Alien films are great films. They're just different genres. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one does mix it up like you get weapons. First one, suspense. Stop taking the piss out of my games. Second one is a really good action game. Yes. And third one is Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I don't have a problem with that. Or Police Academy. Oh, ouch. Seven. Uh, so this one, you've got levels that uh, um, have time limits. If you don't if you don't get them into the time limits, you'd lose a life, all those sorts of things. Uh, it is a bit weird that it has weapons from all the movies, though. So you've got the pulse rifles and the flamethrower and stuff like that, and the sound of the motion tracker, which you can see up in the top left down the screen. Um, but it's cool. If you like Aliens and you have a SNES, play this. It's great fun. Side-scrolling shooter. Love Did it. Did you buy the cart for this? Yeah. How much was the cart? Do you remember? No. Oh, obviously not too expensive though. No, nah, no, nah, it wasn't too expensive. Either. All right, next game that I've chosen, <clears throat> a bit controversial, but uh, the right decision. Donkey Kong Country 2. That's right, not the original Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country 2. And I'll tell you why. Much like many sequels, the second game is the better in the series. Um, the characters are a lot more uh, uh, easy to control. Um, it gets rid of Donkey Kong, which was sort of like the lame part of the first game. Uh, it's a lot more polished. The level design is fantastic. Uh, a lot more um, hidden areas. The fluidity of the game. There's so many different types of ways that you can play it. Just a, a great game and much, much better than its uh, predecessor. I feel, and one of the classics. It looks really tight, doesn't it, man? Like, Look at the graphics on that. You could look at that and not realize it was a SNES game if you didn't mm. know. Yeah, no, this second one is easily the, the best game out of the This three. is one I want to own. I want to own that on, yeah. on SNES. Yeah. Well, how much am I looking game. for? Yeah, dear. That, oh, this one's probably about 40, 50 bucks. If you I've just got many children. I can just sell one of them. Yeah, why not? Easy. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't need that many. If you want a child and have Donkey Kong Country 2. I'll do your swap. Hit up Floppy. Yeah, i got a choice of ages and everything. This oh got God. weird and we dark, are, didn't we, it? We are going to jail. <laughs> yeah. Please don't show this anywhere. Oh, God. All right. Now, your next game, mm. I agree. Everyone should play this game. Yeah. So, this is one that I did own. It was one of the ones that we talked about on Retro Trigger that you said, you need to buy this. And I happened to find this. I uh, can't remember where I found it. Or where um, it was. I think we're on a hunt. I think we, we were on it. a hunt. Mm. And, and I bought it. And it is uh, Super Mario World. This game is cool. Like, I'd obviously played Murray games on many different Nintendo consoles. Never having the Nintendo consoles myself was always at someone else's house, and it was always, oh, this is cool. Um, and then you played this one, and it is just something about it that is just, it just hits the nail on every head. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Or hits the head of every nail. The tight controls, super cool level designs that are never too long, and they never just drag along or anything like that. And hidden exits. Hidden exits? Yeah, I've never. I can never find them. Oh, well, you got to explore. Yeah. Look, this game is 
the quintessential Mario Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Like it was what was building up like Super Mario Brothers one was sort of like the originator where like you got went across multiple screens. Yeah. Um Mario Brothers three was just brought in the map and, and different areas to explore. And it then just, Super Mario World just grabbed them all together, put it in, is probably one of, if not the best Mario game you can like, get. The culmination of everything cool about it. Oh, and to qu- I'm going to channel my inner Braden for this because he's mm-hmm. not here. Yoshi is freaking dope. Don't try and sound young again. It's it's not. Man, good. I'm just going to do it. It's no, sick. Don't. Don't. Yeah, man, it's rad. But uh, yeah, I never liked Yoshi because um, I, I don't know. You know, it was only not Gatekeeper. that long ago that I was watching. Uh, I can't remember. It was an article or something. It was a little, something about uh, Yoshi or Mario or something like that. I never realized that he punches him in the back of the yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah, Miyamoto thought it was funny. He punches him in the back of the head to make his tongue stick out. Yep, yep. And, like, throws him down cliffs in order to make a jump. Yeah. Crazy. Good, good, you know, good old person, Mario. Yeah. The old, old so what are we up to now? Saddest. Uh, my turn. That was number six. That was number six, so we'll go to number seven, which is my pick, and it is the remake of the games I just spoke about, Super Mario Brothers All-Stars. Uh, I remember this was the very first remake I played. I remember when... Of any game ever. Of any game ever. Yeah, right. When they announced it in my uh, Nintendo magazine system, uh, I was surprised. How, how can they do that? How, how is that possible? How is that a thing? Uh, and then I got this. I got the actually the, the yellow Super Nintendo pack where this came with it. Uh, I got it one time for Christmas. Uh, the graphics are wonderful. Like just the sprites, it plays exactly the same. It's literally, they've upgraded the graphics on the old engine. Um, everything's still there. Everything's still in place. Uh, cannot speak highly enough about this game. It's just a wonderful update of uh, the, those original games, apart from Super Mario Brothers 2, which is trash. Do you know how I know this one's heaps good? How? Jazz likes it. <laughs> ah, yes. Jazz, the uh, the game connoisseur that she is. Hey man, she just she does no time for filler. It's all killer. <laughs> Speaking of killing, that's Ooh. what I want to do when you're talking about this game. Really? Because you you don't like it, or <sighs> I guess I have a I have a I have a thing for mechs. Mm. I have um, a thing for mechs as well, and kaiju. But no, no, it's a weird thing that's going to get me in trouble one day. <laughs> well, what is it? Uh, so this is Mech Warrior thirty fifty for the SNES. So this was like, unlike the, the older Megwari games, it wasn't like a first-person thing. This is what I like. I like to be able to see the characters. So this was an isometric Megwari game. Mm-hmm. You're driving a huge mech, you're going out and you're killing bad guys, you're part of this clan. It's awesome. And it was hard. Like, it was really hard, which is not something I usually go for, but I just like it when you're driving a big mech. So it's cool. Is it hard because half the game is sitting there reading text and watching people pretend to eat dinner? It and is then, in this trailer. And then sitting that I there didn't and going, watch what, properly beforehand. What what parts do I need to put on the robot? I, I wonder what possibly could be there if we skipped forward a little bit in the trailer. <laughs> uh, more um, talking, I guess. Do you know what the weirdest part about this game though was? It had a two-player. <laughs> Jazz is scrolling now. It's just all talking. Is this, this is what makes it so hard? Um, <laughs> you fall asleep do you know what is the floppy that looks awful what do you want about <laughs> mate you've played some bad games do you know what the <laughs> no, I've not name one bad game that I've mentioned in this show I'll go back a few shows no uh, this show come I, on we're talking right. about top games these are the top Super Nintendo games yeah you're pulling out this chicken walker crap not chicken walker. You can do this two player. Do you know? Let me, you're going to love this it's two player. I doubt one, it. Not one person controls the legs. Oh Jesus! The other person controls the turret. 
<laughs> no, 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 nothing wrong can go. These on are there. supposed to be the games that you're supposed to play. Yeah, do it. Why would you play this? Same reason I watch Robot Jocks. What? It's a movie. Oh, okay. and it's so bad, it's great. I don't think. Why are we back at this scene? <laughs> Should we talk about the next one? Less, let's. I'm okay, falling asleep. It. No, you're not. All I'm right, too so angry. On on my uh, uh, as Floppy has put it, bad games. Um, here, here's a real bad game that no one likes. It's no a Legend likes of this. Zelda: A Link to the Past. I've fucking never heard of it. <laughs> what is that? Look at that, Dighead. What is he doing wearing a green hat? Yeah, good one. That, that's a really good argument there, Floppy. Uh, Shut well up! Done. I didn't have much time to think about it. <laughs> Uh, this game's fantastic. Level design, um, mechanics, uh, the way they build the dungeons. This is sort of basically Ocarina of Time is this game, but Ocarina of Time is in, uh, behind the shoulder 3D. Um, yeah, I don't need to explain myself. This game's fantastic and everyone should play it. Uh, so if you've got a Super Nintendo Mini, I should mention as well, a uh, majority of the games I've mentioned are on the Switch Online. Apart from Chrono Trigger, I think with that's the, the, one. the the the, the subscription. Nintendo Online subscription, yeah, yeah, uh, you can just download them and play them. It's Snesflix. Yep, Snesflix. So uh, yeah, jump into it and, and play all these good games. Uh, floppies aren't on there because uh, of rights, uh, legalities, the fact that they suck ass, um, all of the above. Floppy, what's your last game? My last game is a little game, one of the one of their absolute gems of uh, the Super Nintendo, Sonic. The uh, I mean. <laughs> No, so uh, full disclosure, I don't own this game and I haven't played it, but I want it. Right. This is a game that I want. I hope you're saving your money. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard. So I want Secret of Mana. Although they did remake this recently. Yeah, I know they did. And I almost bought it, but I just, I'm trying to decide whether I want to play it on the OG system or not. I'm probably going to fold and not and just play it on a, on a I th system. I could be wrong. I'd have to check it up, but I think the remake... Maybe you can switch between the original graphics and the updated graphics. All right, because that'd be One cool. of those games. So I, I could be wrong. The thing that made me go with Secret of Mana over other things is, like, I like my RPGs, but I do get a bit burnt out on um, on uh, turn-based combat. Mm -hmm. So this one, no such thing as turn-based combat. It was, like, real-time combat. Yep. But you could also bring up, like, a command menu that kind of, like, paused it to pick stuff up. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That had me there. And, like, look at the colors, man. Look how bright that is. You know, a friend of mine... Um, that I went to high school with, like a yeah. really close friend I sort of spent every day. You know, you have those friends in high school that you spend every day and all your time with and we used to just play Goldeneye all the time and blah, blah, blah. I didn't have friends in high school. Oh, really? No. Um, anyway. I was a nerd. And that's because no one else was alive yet. You're the first human. Uh, <laughs> Get um, off my damn lawn. Uh, he had this game boxed. Like it was in his personal collection and he moved to London and uh, I still know where he lives or his, where at least his, his mum still lives. And I said, sent him a message one day and just said, oh, you, you want to get rid of your, your Super Nintendo and all your games there? You didn't rip them off, did you? No, no. He said, no, I'm keeping them. <laughs> Good story. Because he knows exactly what I'm like. I'd like to call out stars and tattoos in the uh, in the chat is like all up there with OG Secret Man of Six. Floppy's choices are wicked. Thanks, stars and tattoos. That's not written there at all. The shut up. Yes, it is. No, no. You're, I can you're, see it right here. You're you're seeing like things, Mister Old Eyes. We've been hacked the dino. This has been uh, our talk show where we discuss video games past, present, and future, as well as giving interviews, reviews, and predictions on all things video game. I'm Ben Rosenthal, one of your co-hosts. You've been listening to me drivel on for the past amount of time, and for that, I am truly sorry. I hope that bleeding clears up soon. Floppy. 
What yes, do you mate. do on the side? Uh, <laughs> well, that's illegal. <laughs> um, but uh, legally, I do Instagram. Now, yep. I haven't been super active on there lately because, you know, life. Yep. Uh, but you will find me on Floppy Plays Glam. Floppy Plays Glames. <laughs> Every week. Floppy Pay... Play- oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. Don't. Floppy Pay... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Floppy. Plays. Games. Mm. Uh, where well, you will see me post pictures, possibly. <laughs> you just keep making it hard if you Yeah, I know. Super snooper. Uh, of games that I've picked up, accessories, things, cool gaming-related stuff that I've picked up or I'm playing or I've seen and whatnot. Man, that was harder than it should have been. That's what she said. Um, yeah, I've been watching The Office a lot lately. No such thing, mate. <laughs> Uh, you can catch me over at Mr. Benjamin on Instagram or at Ben Rosenthal on the old Twitter, or you can head on over to gpn.gg and check out the Xbox Legacy cast where I talk about all the retro things for Xbox Legacy. We're doing Psychonauts 2, we're recording that tomorrow, so by the time you hear this, it should be up and ready for you to consume with your ear hair. Um, I also have a little side project I like to call Bad Game Arts on Instagram and Twitter, where I find all the horrible and weird and sometimes real scary art of the 90s video game scene. Some of it makes me wonder if any of those artists understood anatomy. None of them did. At all. None ever. at all had like, any have idea. Have actually ever seen a real person? Nope. No, I, I still maintain that a lot of the time these video game covers just got like the intern in the office to just draw a picture of Katana. And why were they all airbrushed? Uh, who knows? I love airbrushes, but there's a time and a place. But you, you agree by going to, um, you know, uh, Bad Game Arts on Instagram and, and Twitter that uh, that's some bad art. There is some bad art. Bad art. Anyway, uh, until next time. Oh, you should also check out Millennial Movie Talk where you can see uh, Braden's live review of his uh, Order of Australia medal. It's yeah. about this big, like Flavor Flav. It says best person ever on it. Just a wonderful human being, Braden Dixon. Um, you should go check Handsome out... Handsome man. Uh, go check out their uh, their podcast, Millennial Movie Talk, with his, uh, with their friends. Uh, and <clears throat> have, a, have a good time with the latest recipient of the most prestigious award, Australia... Uh, people can can get. I really like his hair. He's got great hair. He's like got you both have hair. really good hair. Thanks, mate. I'm super jealous of it. I'm I'm not even ashamed of my greys anymore. No, you shouldn't be. You look really suave. Yeah, man. I look like freaking sick Pierce Brosnan, but cooler. Yeah, I uh, I like the way that I'm I'm very quickly turning white. So as soon as the beard turns white, it's going bushy time. Are you gonna go like full bushy beard white? Like I'm going Kratos bushy again. Ooh. Remember when I had the Kratos beard? No, I never That's saw before that. your time. I had a big Kratos beard. I had a massive beard. I used to be able to fit 27 pens and pencils in it. That's what she said. That was um, that, that's weirdly the out, sexual. That, that's, that's, that's where you... Just, you just, just want to say... You want us to say worse All stuff? Right. I'm waiting for Ben to put his mask on. <laughs> you, you want you just put your... That's, that's later. That's, I'll that's, put his mask that's on. special time. I'll put that, it on. What, don't, no, don't...